TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart, Fortnite show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. Welcome everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart. Thank you for tuning in. Well, today's a little bit super special. It's kind of like the dream has become a reality and come full circle and turned around. This lovely gentleman interviewed me on my launch episode of Wendy's Way, and it's been a dream to have him on my show and chat to him and put him on the other side of the microphone, so to speak. So in case you haven't figured it out, I have the one and only Marcus Pierce on the show today. So welcome, Marcus. Thanks, Wendy. Great to be back and well done. You've, uh, you're established in the podcast world now and, um, this you've is- had a fair bit of determination uh, to to make it. So, yeah, well done and thanks for having me on. Thank you. Thank you. So, this is episode number 30. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> That's unbe- pretty awesome. I know. It's a bit unbelievable, isn't it? Seriously. So, how long have you been? Wow. That's so a good, yeah, decent amount of time. Yeah. So, April was a year. Well done. April the 13th was a year. So, I had my yeah. pot- potiversary and, yeah, <laughs> a year. I know, I know. Katie Wyatt taught me that word. So, you know. Uh, good work. So, let me give everyone a little bit of a background, and I'm sure you'll elaborate as we chat. Yeah, sure. Marcus is the founder of the Exceptional Life Blueprint, which is an eight-step process to creating a, creating a magnificent life. Marcus is also the CEO of The Wellness Couch, which is a podcast network and Australia's number one podcast network with over 1.5 million annual downloads. I so didn't know this, Marcus, till I started doing the research for this show, honestly. Unbelievable. Good one. Marcus is also the co-host of the 100 Not Out podcast with Damien Christophe. By the way, you need to talk to Damien about his wardrobe choices lately. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> that's a whole nother show. Oh, and Wendy. I know, but you know that watermelon shirt? Seriously, enough already. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Damien. You know I love you, but, you know. Now, I've been lucky enough to be on that 100 Not Out podcast with Damien and Marcus, and it was one of the most fun afternoons of my life. Marcus has also just started his newest solo podcast called Your Exceptional Life. Marcus has, has been a big part about bringing Wendy's way to life, and I invited him on here to share a little bit about himself, talk about the ELB program, it's Exceptional Life Blueprint, which he's actually bringing to Melbourne, and it's going to be live on the 3rd and 4th of June this year. So stay tuned, and we'll tell you all about it. So once again, Marcus, welcome to Wendy's Way. Oh, Wendy, let's get stuck into it. Lots to talk about. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, you know, for those of uh, for your listeners that don't know much about me, I really hope that they enjoy this uh, episode. So, um, yeah, we can really get stuck into living an exceptional life. Absolutely. And I reckon when you and I talk, you know, we could talk for hours, but we won't. We won't. We, we won't. won't. We will We will edit ourselves today, Marcus. We will. We will. Let's do it. So, Marcus, I know, as you said, there are listeners who are meeting you for the very first time. So could you share a little bit about your journey of being the CEO of the Wellness Couch and creating ELB and, you know, how you came to present Exceptional Life Blueprint, please? Yeah, well, sure. I haven't been into personal growth for, for my whole entire life. I grew up eating Vegemite sandwiches and mint slices and not having any idea about health or wellness. I had no idea what, what wellness was. Yeah. Um, very traditional, you know, some people might call it a sad diet, but I had some great family times eating those uh, Vegemite sandwiches, so it wasn't that sad. <laughs> um, but um, I, 
to, to cut a very long story short, I did. Uh, it was probably my wife that really helped me uh, value my health a whole lot more. I'd always been yes. interested. My my mum gave me a Tony Robbins program called Get the Edge for my twenty first birthday wow. back in the day, and uh, and it was at a time when mum didn't have much money, so I truly valued it. Um, mum would have seen Tony Robbins on you know the uh, early morning Guthy Renker infomercials. Oh my uh, back goodness! Back in the um, back in the what the, yes. the mid nineties, it would have been. Yes. Yes. Um, that's uh, and then so I'd always been into personal growth, but I'd always overlooked my health. So I was smoking. I was okay. a really strong binge drinker. I had worked in uh, the sports media for some time, and then uh, it was in meeting my now wife Sarah, who's a health professional chiropractor by trade, um, that I'd really begun to grow. I suppose the uh, real desire uh, to become healthy. But then you know, fast forward a few more years, and Sarah and I had been vegan for some time, and uh, I always thought at that point in my life that vegan was the uh, almost a fountain of youth, and then I, I realized very quickly that um, that being vegan was. I, I came across a study um, that uh, that, I, that was featured in a book called Healthy at One Hundred by a man called John Robbins, who uh, was the heir to the throne of the Baskin Robbins Ice Cream oh, Corporation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wrote a book called Healthy at 100. And uh, in the second page of the introduction, there was a study done by the Yale School of Public Health. And it asked people, um, you know, do you agree with such questions as, as you age, you become less useful? As you age, you become more of a liability. As you age, you're more of a burden on society and the community. Um, and they asked the same people these questions um, over the course of 20 years. And what was fascinating, what truly blew my mind was that the people that believed that as they age, they became less useful. Useful. As they aged, they became more of a liability. Died on average seven and a half years earlier, seven and a half years younger than the people that had a belief that as they aged, they became more useful, that as Unreal. they aged, they became more of an asset. And the fascinating thing about it was it was only a belief that they mentioned. So they didn't care if they were vegan, you know, um, or if they were paleo, or if they ate Vegemite sandwiches every day. They weren't measuring their exercise levels. They weren't measuring their relationships, their economic status, the air they breathe, their genetic makeup. It was truly the power of a belief. And so it was that moment that really was the beginning of the exceptional life blueprint, even though that was four years before the ELB was truly launched, that was the the moment where my whole professional life um, transitioned and that's where I really transitioned, you know, on, a, on an emotional, spiritual level to go from, you know, a sports and a sports media to real personal growth media and that's when I decided to to start the 100 Not Out podcast and, and then Damien and I and, and Lawrence and Brett, I started working with those guys on uh, the wellness couch and then, you know, the wellness summits and then an exceptional life blueprint I created in 2014, yes. um, which is now online program, live event, one-on-one mentoring, and the rest. So that's that's the the short version, even though that's still a bit of a long one. But that <laughs> is the short version of the very long story. Well, I remember when you sent out that first email in 2014 about wow. ELB. I know I was in on holidays in Phuket, and I just went. Oh, that right. Do you remember this? Yeah, I do and remember I just, you Facebook messaging me. Yeah, and a Facebook message you and went, look, I'm not at home. I need to have this. Just make it happen. And you mm. did it. And I remember it was pouring down with rain on one of the day, you know, one of the final days of our holiday there. And I remember just sitting there and, you know, binge watching your um, modules over, you know, 
over that day and going, oh, man, I so need to get in, you know, I so need to really do this properly. So, you know, that was my start with ELB back in the day. So well, that was two and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah. And, geez, haven't we all come Far out. My God, I know. Well, I seriously, know. look at yourself. I mean, you are one of the, the uh, model model members of the ELB. You have really um, – massively shifted your health i think was already on a on an upward scale of improvement yes, um yeah. when you started elb but you know the the life purpose front i mean you've always been social from what i can tell but yeah yes. particularly on the life purpose front you've made some massive shifts and gains um since i've worked with you uh thank you i appreciate that and you know you've been a catalyst for many many things and as we will discuss as as we go along with this episode let's do it cool so i guess just a, a point of observation Whenever I've worked with you or been in an event with you, you've always been, you know, had more women in the room than men. Do, do, you, do you have a theory as to why or how? Yes, or, you know? I, I do have a theory. Oh, okay, a of course of you theories. do. Of course you do. First, first theory is that personal growth and health and wellness is largely dominated by the uh, by the female um, variety. There are lots of men interested, but there's no doubt that you do see a lot of um, women at these events. But I also think in my own business, which does have you know a male representation, but it is largely female dominated and I think because I grew up in a house of girls so my folks split up when I was 10 yes. uh, so I uh, live with my mum and my two sisters and so I've always been around women um, ever yeah, I mean just for so many years and so really to this day I get on way better with women than I do men not that I don't get on with men but it's no, just no. I just appeal uh, for probably those reasons I think um, I've, I've just a lot of my communication style really has been um, influenced particularly by my mum who's very social um, my yeah. mum for memory like she's she's one of those mums that um, is probably not the most you know she she wouldn't thrive on being at home all day with the kids that's not the way she's but at the same time um, she would love to spend time with friends she's a real socialite I remember for her 60th birthday she had 30 of her best friends at uh, all having lunch together and I was the only male not even her her man uh, Rex uh, oh, could man. come to the party I could <laughs> so she's wow. a real socialite and and um, and that just to give you an example, if you're going to appreciate, you know, those experiences, I've been having them since I was ten, so I'm very comfortable in a room of girls. Yes, uh, yes. I'll probably thrive on it. So yes, you do. So I reckon I, that's why. And I've met your mum, and I just think she's a ripper. She's an absolute ripper. Uh, you know. <laughs> Where did you meet my mum? Um, at Milano's when you did your event in Melbourne. I think it was last year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah your right. Was there and your dad was there, and you know your sisters were oh, there. Good time. It was just. I was like, oh, my God, she's the one who sends you all those amazing quotes and, you know, tells yes. you. Yes. Oh, my God, full of one-liners. She's, she's brilliant. Full of them. <laughs> she's just brilliant and I love it. I love it. So, oh, Marcus, what, what do you think, you know, the biggest challenge is that faces most women in today's society, in today's world? Oh, I think, I mean, there's a few different labels for it, but I do think that um, oh, guilt might sound like a really strong word, but I think guilt yeah. in line with um, – I don't necessarily say self-esteem, but putting 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 oneself first, it seems to be. And this is going to sound very sexist and possibly politically incorrect, but a lot of blokes seem to be far better at putting themselves first than women do. And oh, again, no doubt general about that. nature. No doubt so, about that. So yeah, so a lot of a lot of women have a challenge that they put everyone else first, and even if, even if that's um, women without kids, it's not about a parent or a non-parent thing. I mean. Um, I don't want to speak for yourself, Wendy, but I think a lot of women find it almost a learnt behaviour 
particularly if they observed their mum uh, giving to everyone else, that they find it really hard to give to others. Well, definitely. I mean, and I grew up in a very conservative Indian family where that was the norm. You know, you just did it. I didn't know. You any- just did it for everyone else. Correct. I didn't know anywhere. Yeah. I didn't know any any other way to be. And it's only like I would say in, you know, maybe say in the last five to ten years where I've come to understand that, you know, I need to fill myself and my cup up before I can give to anybody else. And it took me yeah. a long time to come to that understanding and to practice it and implement it. And I'd like to say I'm much better at it now. So, you know, which is amazing. Uh, yeah, and that, it's important, isn't it? I mean, that just oh, goes yes. to show uh, when you put yourself first, you're essentially saying to the world, I value myself. And that right. self-esteem mantra, so to speak, makes it very um, – it just allows other people to get the best part of you. And if they don't get the best part of you, then what part are they getting? They're normally getting the dregs, yeah, you know, so. and there's normally, you know, nothing in the jug at the start of a day. So if you start the day resentful and frustrated and angry and rushing, rushing and and like you've got nothing in the tank, it's a terrible feeling. We've all been there and your whole day just spirals out of control and then you, you multiply that by days, turn into weeks, weeks into months, months to years and years to life. You get to the end of your life and think, oh, my gosh, what if I got it all wrong? Oh, my goodness. You know, what if I did it exactly. all wrong? I just gave and gave and gave and gave to everyone else and I never gave to myself and that's pretty much most of the work that I find myself doing with people is reclaiming, yes. connecting people back to their spirit, connecting their spirit to their life purpose, connecting that to their family and their health and all of the areas of life. But it has to come from that strong foundation because otherwise, if it doesn't come from a foundation of giving to yourself first, uh, what you give to everyone else is, is essentially, without sounding brutal, it's corrupted. It's not the best version of what you could give to them. Um, it's not It's not authentic as much as you might think it is. Um, giving your authentic, tired, resentful, full self is not all that authentic. No, I couldn't agree um, more. I couldn't agree more with you, honestly. Yeah. And you know, and yeah, we have a long we have all come a long way and I still think we have a ways to go with that. And you know, we're all working on it and encouraging each other to, you know, fill fill your love tank up, fill your, you know, your happiness tank up and then you can easily give to others, you know, without having all those horrible feelings of tiredness and resentment or anything else, you know, which is not which is negative and not in your best interest. So yeah. you know, absolutely. So Marcus, let's talk about life purpose and doing your exceptional life blueprint blueprint program god i'll get that right one day um, it's a bit of a tongue oh it is. i'm just gonna blueprint. say elb from now on everybody <laughs> ELB, there you go. yeah there you go, you go. <laughs> it's, every time i say elb it reminds me of lrb but anyway that's yeah, good work. <laughs> all right so, a little river band yeah yeah i actually saw glenn Charik live a couple of weeks ago he was brilliant absolutely brilliant good work. so so i know when i did elb it was at the right i was at the right place right time in my life to incorporate that into my life you helped me in amazingly countless ways. You helped me, I say, gain clarity, focus, vision. And the best part was you kept me accountable and motivated to realize the dreams, especially creating Wendy's Way. And so I wanted to ask, why do you work so much with people on this area of their lives? I mean, I know you work with, you know, all areas of life, but this seems to be your core and your passion and your purpose. And I'm just interested as to why. Oh, it's a good question. I didn't, I didn't realize until it was really when I spoke to um, Lawrence Tam, yes, um, yes. co-founder of The Wellness Couch, about this. And I said, LT, everyone wants to keep on talking to me about their career or their life purpose and what am I meant to do with my life and all the rest of it. And he said, and he said do you know why? And I said, no, why? He said, because that's how people see you. And I said, ah, oh, 
Oh. I never really thought of it because I always think of myself as the life guy, like the eight areas of your exceptional life, not just your life purpose, but yes, your yes. movement and your yes. social life and your nutrition and your relationships and your growth and your wealth and your spirit. And and that is a spot on. But again, as I always bang on about with the exceptional life blueprint, the foundation of it all is your life purpose. And so naturally, I'm, I am inclined to spend uh, so much um, effort on that part of life because if you don't nail your life purpose, everything else can fall apart. The domino effect of a mediocre life purpose can be disastrous. Um, but I think I think I just – I'm not sure if it, it – I don't necessarily say it's a knack, but I do find it um, – I don't know if easy is the right word, but I really enjoy helping people work through, particularly if they're in a position to really do it. Like you said, you're in it at the right place at the right time. Yes. Um, I really do love working with people that really want to get clear on their life purpose. And normally that that requires them having to deal with some level of fear, yes. um, which is why I, I do a lot of one-on-one mentoring because you've got to work with people through that fear. Like if you think of the work that you and I did together with <laughs> Wendy's Way, it's not necessarily that, that the fear stopped you, but the fear's there. Huh. And, and society will often say, well, if the fear's there, don't do it, you know. Even though we all know just do it, sure. which is a great one-liner, often we need someone that's not emotionally attached, you know, that's not related to you, that's not your friend, that's actually, um, even though I would count you and I as friends, oh, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know exactly what you're saying. Someone that's yeah. not in your daily life that yes. will give you a kick up the butt if you if you need, and they'll also give you a pat on the back if you're not, you know, giving it yourself. Yes. Um Life purpose is big because it really stirs our soul. Like it's a very spiritual thing, life purpose. And some people might be going, oh, but I don't want to, you know, create some big business. It's not about creating some entrepreneurial big business. It's actually doing what you love in your in your waking hours. So if you look at your nine to five, for people listening right now, they could just I could just encourage you write down what it is that you've done uh, between nine and and five p.m. today or yesterday, Um, and then on a separate column write down what it is that you love to do. So if I said to the listener, what is it that you love to do that brings you joy where time stands still, you could do it all day, what do you love to do? And then if you look at those two lists, if they're completely different, then you can pretty much say you are not doing what you love and loving what you do. If those lists have some similarities on there where you've got you know repeat entries on both sides, then that's a great thing. If you've got a lot of repeat entries on both sides, that's a wonderful thing. Um, but that's generally, you know, I really love helping people get those two sides to be similar. Um, they're not always going to look exactly the same, uh, but they're going to look similar. Um, so I think that's really important, you know. And and again, it's just probably what I am definitely attracted to do um, is life purpose. Yeah, absolutely. And I know when I started with you, my list didn't look anything like each other, but by the end of that journey and the coaching, the lists had um, quite a lot of same things on the list. And I know, you know, that this was the catalyst and going through the ELB and doing all the modules was the catalyst to make some massive changes in my life, which, you know, and I'm still learning every day. I'm still making changes every day, tweaking it to what I need now, you know, here and now. But I know that I had an amazingly solid foundation to work with. And for that, you know, I will always continue to keep saying thank you to you because that's, oh, my pleasure. that's where it's But started. what you're... What you just said, though, is really important. I was just saying this to a – I was running an Exceptionals webinar last night and I was yes. reminding everyone that it's not a destination. Like an exceptional life, you don't wake up one day and go, I've done it, cooked, 
I've, I've figured oh, it out. No, I've no. got you know, it's a daily. It's a good old. Uh, it's a good old uh, cliche, but it is a journey. It's a daily process for entire life to live an exceptional life. You know, we talk about. I talk about this exceptional eight, doing one small thing in each area of those eight key components yes. of life each day, because our days are our weeks, are our months, are our years, are our life. So we can't just dip in and out and go. No, I'm going to do what I love, and then I'm going to I'm going to exercise for a week, and then I'm going to go on this diet for 12 weeks, and then stop, and then we're going to, you know, oh, I'm going to really work on my relationship, and then stop. Like we can't stop, start, and and we'll live our life in spits and spurts because that creates the volatility and the challenges that so many people don't want. And so, um, without wanting to oversimplify. But I just think it's so important that people recognize that we we must honor all of these eight areas of life because if we don't, even if we just stuff up one of them, the consequences are disastrous. You stuff up your relationships, I don't care how great your life purpose or career is, when you've got Christmas Day and you want the whole family around, if you suck at your family, I don't care how much you love your work because you won't be caring about your work on Christmas Day. So. That's that's the the challenge for people is to shift their entire philosophy of life. That each area of life um, must be honoured. If you have a great life but you suck at movement, you have a very high chance to develop dementia in your older age. Exactly. And who cares how great your friendships are and your life purpose and your wealth is if you're going to forget about them over you know slowly over a course of eight plus years, which is the average for dementia. Um, again, life's quite brutal. It almost sounds morbid the way I talk about it, but life is brutal in the nicest possible way. I'm telling the kids at the moment life isn't fair but it's worth it um because maya is so determined to make everything fair and sometimes you just can't make things fair um sometimes you can't make things fair if a parent dies when you're three years of age or if you're 15 years of age or even 25 it doesn't feel fair um but we've got to recognize that life wasn't made to be fair, but it was definitely made to be worth it. And Marcus, carrying on from that, I know you work a lot on relationships through ELB, you know, and the mentoring that you do. Um, is that because of your upbringing and, you know, yes. what happened to your family and, you know, yep. your firsthand knowledge of, you know, not living with two parents, you know, for a lot of your, a lot of your years? Funny, like I'm no marriage counsellor, but I definitely work a lot with people that are, <laughs> you know, that oh, really so want to improve their their relationships and their marriages, and even helping people that have gone through a divorce to make it a dignified divorce. Yes. Um, again, and I, I put my hand up straight away. I'm not a marriage counsellor. I'm just someone. I, I call myself a mentor because a mentor is someone that has gone through what you are going through, yes. um, and they help you on it. You know, I'm not there to. Uh, prescribe and to you know do things like that but if if I've gone through say you know what yeah my experience is growing up observing you know I would never ever 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 want to go through the experience my dad went through having to pack up the car reverse out of the driveway of the family home that you've lived in for 10 or 15 years which was your dream home you know pool in the backyard you know your three children your wife now ex-wife and you're driving out of the car driving out of the driveway for the last time with a family home and you're about to drive to your mum's house sleep on a single mattress on the floor and go what has happened to my life absolutely i just can't even comprehend doing that in my own family. So it's a major drive for me to to put a lot of deposits in my marriage yes. and uh, with my children and also not to put so much um, so much so much time into my business because I see and I observe and not just my dad but so many people that put too much effort into their work and not enough into their family and their other key relationships and they end up paying a major price oh, 10 absolutely. 20 years down the track. And um, again, you can be great at one thing but if you stuff up others uh, 
um, it's disastrous. Exactly. And, you know, I always say a job's not going to keep you warm at night. It's not going to lie next to you and, you know, hold your hand or wipe your tears away or give you a hug just when you need it. It's, you know, it's not going to happen. It's just Absolutely. not going to happen. So we need, we need to take care of all of that and, you know, make sure um, that we're doing, you know, and giving everything equal amount of time and energy and love. Lots Absolutely. and lots of love. Hear, hear. So, Marcus, I've attended many of your events before, probably a bit of a serial stalker here. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love having you at my events. I know you can't come to Melbourne this year. You, you will be in Fiji no, having some love, I know. loved up time with Dunk. Yes, well, we were supposed to go in March, but, you know, we had family who went well, so we couldn't go. So, yes, unfortunately. Oh, I think I'm a going- wedding anniversary celebration. Celebration in yeah, Fiji I think the twenty first wedding anniversary over ELB Live. Yeah, you know I'll be thinking of you. Not. Oh, I know what I'd be doing. <laughs> I know I'd be going on a wedding anniversary. If Sarah yeah, said, "Run an event or go on a wedding anniversary Gee. trip to Fiji," I'd be like, I think "Let we'll me think. Fiji. Let me think." Yeah. Well, you know, I've come to the summit, the breakthroughs, ELB Live, which you've only held in Byron, but yep. this year you're taking it. You know, you're taking it to the world. I'm hitting the big city. I know what. What I was like, what he's doing, what. He's bringing uh-huh. it to Melbourne. So so tell everyone about it. Tell them what it's about, what they can expect, how they get tickets. Go on, share it. Well, I think, I mean, a couple of things. Melbourne's a big city and it's and it's renowned for, it is a bit of a personal growth hotspot. Um, as much as I do love running it in Byron, everyone flies in uh, from other states because Byron's that type of venue. Um, but Melbourne, I, I mean, I grew up in Melbourne, grew up in Templestowe. I do love Melbourne. Um, I really want to give people the opportunity to spend two full days to transform each of these eight areas of life. Now, now naturally, um, we all have at least one area of life where we are exceptional and we've got yes. it sorted, we're humming along. So when I talk about going from mediocre to magnificent in each area of life, um, one, it doesn't. We're not a bad person if we have mediocre parts of our life. True. It's actually having the ability to go. You know what? It's actually not up to scratch. I've been uh, tolerating an average standard, and it's time to raise the standard. And so, the weekend is a one. A big thing for me is real life events. As you know, I'm a podcaster, yes, which yes. is very digital. You're in Melbourne right now. I'm in Byron, and yes. we don't get to give each other a kiss and a hug. And I no. miss that. I really love. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, the, there's something powerful about real life events, or as the Merrymaker Sisters call it, in real life, um, oh. IRL. It's a really yes. powerful um, dynamic. So that's the big one. But for me, it's about being there to help people in person through those challenges and limiting beliefs and just roadblocks on actually doing the work to transform from mediocre to magnificent. If it's in marriage or relationship with children or working out how to improve a peer group, if you realize the people you hang around with aren't serving you so well, then I really want to help people specifically um, improve their peer group. I want to help people get clarity on their life purpose and have the confidence to really take a leap or to see a different I want to help people really build some conviction and some inspiration to move the way they want to move their bodies in a lifestyle that serves them in 2017 rather than just, you know, so many people are sedentary living a life that is just full on um, sitting. I want to help people really um, engage their body so that they can live a great long life. And then other areas, learning, teaching people how not to fall into the gap of spending more than they earn. The average Australian spends 151% of their income. Wow. 151 bucks for every $100 spent. And uh, it's a disastrous number. I've just been doing a big tour for a real estate company called Positive Real Estate. And I used to mention the number 114%, but they were reminding me that it has now gone up to 151%. Wow. So 
you know, I'd like to help people work out how to actually bring that down um, and then obviously allow people the opportunity to really evolve their spirit, their soul or their faith to a higher level and just to see the, the, the perfection of the world that we live in because we live in an incredible world and we are so fortunate to be alive in this day and age. But a lot of people, thanks to our good friends, the mass media, don't see it that way. We consume over 10,000 news stories a year and 99.9% and of those news stories do nothing to advance our life and they do a lot to sap our soul. Oh. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really keen just to help people, um, you know, do it in real life. It's on June three and four at the Melbourne Convention Exhibition Centre, beautiful venue in the heart of Melbourne. Um, and uh, yeah, June three and four, there's a double pass special going, particularly for people that listen to Wendy's Way. Yes, there is. I'm very lucky to be an affiliate um, to present ELB Live in Melbourne with Marcus. So there will be a special link in the show notes and on all my social media. So if you're interested. Click on the link, go and get your tickets and go. I promise you it will be two days that will change your life and I don't say that flippantly. It's amazing how he breaks it down, takes it one step at a time. What I love about ELB is I can access the modules after the event, go back one at a time, do it at my own pace, at my own time. Marcus does great webinars. He's always available for a question and, you know, silly questions in the middle of the night come into your head. You, write, <laughs> you email Marcus and he rings you and he goes, are you all right? And I go, yeah, I'm fine. I just need to talk this through. So I can't urge you any harder to go and give this a chance and you know you will come away with so much and you know you're putting in two days it's two days out of the whole rest of your life to gain clarity focus vision just to you know do some personal growth and go with your partner if you can it's amazing and you said there was a special so you know it makes it affordable there's a two for one two for one special it works out i think at about 15 bucks an hour or something to come along pretty darn good i say I reckon it's good value. Of course, you and I are biased, but um, yeah, I do well, think <laughs> I do think on the peer group front, you know, a lot of people are looking to engage with people that you know are more like them. And yes. personal growth events are really are the place where you meet people that you know what they don't think you're some weird unit that sees the world in a weird way. You just find <laughs> that you see you meet people that see the world the same way as you do. Exactly. Um, and it's that it's it's very enlightening. It's also very relieving, I think, don't you find that oh, when absolutely. you go to personal growth events, you just you get on so well with these people because you're like, Oh, they see the world in a similar way than I do and uh, you know, that's a really beautiful experience. And so we all go out for dinner on the Saturday night. I like yes. to really ram home the importance of the of the uh, having an active social life. So yes, yes, uh, yes. there's a dinner organized for the Saturday night and um, yeah, we just we live it. We live the exceptional life over the course of that two day period. Well, I know and you know personally, Exceptional Life has brought Duncan and I so many amazing friends through this whole thing. And you know there's a bunch of girls that, you know, still keep in touch and fly up to Brisbane and fly down to Melbourne and do all this I stuff. I hear you, you know. girls, all from an online program. Yes, You're all about to go ex- and have some holiday together, yes, I understand. Yes, we are. We're having our own little mini ELB wellness summit, rah, 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 you know. Oh, well done. <laughs> so just talking about the wellness summit, which I just mentioned, I know yes. it's not happening in Melbourne this year. Or having a rest, giving having it a, a rest. rest. Wonderful. So what's the vision going forward for the event and for the wellness couch? And, you know, tell people a little bit what's going on. Oh, look, I think on the on on the, uh, on the the wellness summit, we just really want to give people an opportunity to experience something very fresh. Yes. Um, yes. And we felt that with the summit, it was just – it came – Point where everyone was saying it got so big that people would begin to go, oh, I'll just come next year. I won't, I won't come this year. I'll come yes, next year. Yes, um, yes, 
or, or I've been before and I know what it's about and the rest of it. And I just think it's really important that people in in the space, um, like, and that's listeners, um, all of us really don't take real life events for granted. Um, I think we as a as a wellness couch company need to re- we need to miss it ourselves, and I think yes. we'll all miss it this yes, year. Yes. We need to realize we need to feel. My mum likes to say, "Absence makes the heart." go wander, but we all normally say absence grow makes the heart fonder. grow fonder. <laughs> and I do think we really need to feel that yeah. absence of a of yeah. a real life event. In order for um in order for everyone, whether that's yeah, listeners, attendees, uh, presenters and all the rest of it to get really, really, really excited for a 2018 summit. And on top of that, we want to do some work on the online space uh, yes. that is going to require some time and effort and energy. Um, and we really want to engage with people more down that path. So there's some work that we're doing on, on that level. Um, and, and that and that combined with the fact that we just felt like it was just important for us to take a break. As much as it was a really difficult decision to go, you know what, let's give it a rest just so we can all feel what it's like to miss it. We've been going at it since... 2012 or 2013 or yes yes something and um yeah we just felt that it was really important to give that a break so um 2018 bigger and better and uh and i think everyone you can just imagine it now in 18 months time or whatever they'll be jumping out of their skin uh for the wellness summit and um and in many ways they'll be like i think i know what to expect that but they'll also be like uh or maybe not um maybe not maybe not you know, and that that is a that's a good feeling. I mean, that that we do all feel that need for um, uncertainty or variety and, and a shake up, and I think that um, yeah, that's going to make 2018 even more special. That's awesome, Marcus. Well, I can't wait for the 2018 Wellness Summit. I'm so so excited about all of it. So I can't even start to tell you. There you go. So It'll be big. It will. It will. So talking about events, you and I have just had the amazing experience of going to a Bronny Wear event for the first time. Yes, and, that was cool, wasn't oh, it? My goodness. We love Bronnie Ware. Yes. Now, Bronnie Ware was brought to my attention by you many years ago and her amazing book, books, Um, you know, the f- top five regrets of the dying, the five top regrets yeah. of the dying. And she's written Bloom subsequently and she's written a how-to, you know, a 365-day book as well. What I loved about the event, firstly, thank you for giving me the heads up to go to the event because I didn't know it was on. So I'm deeply oh, grateful pleasure. that that happened. But what an that's amazing! That's all in the exceptionals group, isn't it? That's, oh, that's as a, you know our little tribe. I love the oh, online yes. versus offline experience. You put something out on Facebook in the group, and yes. then uh, we're all catching up. I mean, we had eight or nine in in, yeah, in uh, yeah. Brisbane all catching up. It's, it's just it's just a lovely thing, isn't it? To to beautiful thing about digital and exactly, social media. Exactly, but. It was such a unique event, so different, so silent, so quiet, you know, not as loud and boisterous as your event or my event would be, but, you know, I couldn't help but think, wow, look at the presence in the room, look at the, you know, it was just Bronnie, a chair and a mic, that's it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and oh my goodness, you know, so first of all, thank you for, you know, introducing Bronnie Ware to, our, to to me, especially and to the ELB group. And wow, so much to learn from that event, so much. Just yeah, so much. No, she's amazing, and um, yeah. I think, like you say, um, she kind of breaks all the rules in terms of what oh, we see as events these days. Completely. Uh, but it makes you uncomfortable. It brings you to a place where you realise that you know she starts talking about death, you know, straight oh, away, and yes. you think, oh my gosh. Uh, but then you realise, I mean, that's that's why we love her um, because she just goes straight to the soul. You know, oh. she goes straight to the soul, Absolutely. and. Uh, 
Yeah, no, it was very powerful. But I think you're pretty good at that, at, you know, at getting to the core of a situation or a feeling or, you know, whatever. You know, when you're trying to just say you were trying to work on movement with me, let's talk about me. Yeah. You get to the core of the issue, you break it down, you nut it down, and that's what ELB is. You know, it really it pulls away all the layers and yet, you know, it can, as I've said to you, you know, in person, it can tear you apart but then it puts you back together better than you've ever been. Yeah. So, you know, and there were Yeah, because we can't just do one area oh, of life, can no, we? Like, that's the thing. A lot no. of people go, oh, I'm just going to go on a diet. It's no, like, well, you know, no. what are you going to do about your, your relationship? If your husband doesn't like that food or your wife doesn't like that food or your partner or your kids or your friends, or it's like, you know, you got a, you got a social life to deal with and all those other areas. And, yeah, you're right. You do need to put all the pieces back together because yeah, uh, a lot yeah. of people just, yeah, they just do one thing and they, they forget that, you know, it creates dominoes in other parts of life. Absolutely. So, mm. as we bring this amazing podcast to a close… You know I can't let you go without talking footy. You know this, right? Well, let's do it. Let's do I it. I want to talk now, about the recent game. We don't want to talk about that now, do no. we? No, no, no. But, I mean, I knew you before I knew you, if you, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Didn't you come to a footy show or something? Yes. Yeah. No, no. I never went to the footy show, but I went to a SEN event. Yes. And you were there. What and was it? I can't remember. It was like it was. <laughs> For those of people that don't know, SEN is a radio oh, oh, station in Melbourne that is twenty-four hour sport, which I uh, used to produce a show there. <laughs> yes, yes. And I remember when it first started, you had an event yeah. at which is now the Holden Centre where Collingwood trained because the office. Oh, been, yeah. Yes, yes. And I won. I can't remember which show. I think it was KB show or something. I won a double sure. pass to go, and I was like, you know, and I. I don't remember you from there, but I know you were there. Wow. I know. So So it's funny how parts cross and, you know, they're really six degrees of separation in life. So, and that's Melbourne. It's such a, I mean, four and a half million people or whatever, but it's such a small world. I know. I know. But, you know, oh, God, what would we do without footy? Thank God we don't have to think about that. Love it. That's my downtime. But I know, but don't you miss it living in Byron? Oh my God! You know? Oh, look, I must say that you know phones and TV and yes, everything else yeah. makes it, <laughs> it makes it very easy these days to yeah. keep in touch. And it is true, you know, it, it is shown in other states now. Whereas back in the day, you know, they never used to be. Any, oh, like, no. oh my God! You know, oh God, I couldn't contemplate living in a world where there was no AFL app or <laughs> AFL Live. Or, anyway, maybe but even should... if you live overseas now, you can watch yes. it on the app twenty four seven. I've watched it in a market in India, so you know. There it's all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank God we don't have to worry about that. So you know, uh, not you and I. <laughs> no. Well, thank you so much, Marcus, for being on my show and se- sharing so much of yourself with us. As a special for everyone listening, you know, if you want to attend ELB Live, I have a special affiliate link that will be in the show notes and on my social media. Once again, I really urge you to consider going to this event, and it's a game changer. Thank you, Marcus, for inviting me to be part of the Foundation ELB family and doing this for all my listeners and and followers. And hopefully we get you a whole new audience that, you know, come and see you in Melbourne in June. Oh, good work, Wendy. Now, well, thanks for your support. It'd be great to work with more people uh, in Melbourne. And um, you know what? You, you say it well, Wendy. When uh, just remember, it takes a village. Oh, yes. That is the that is that is just a hundred percent spot on. And uh, I do love the village that we've created within the ELB. But uh, as always, with, when there's seven point seven billion people in the world, yes. the door is always open for anyone that is looking to uh, to create their exceptional life. So Absolutely. yeah, look forward to to seeing and working with people in Melbourne. Yes, absolutely. And Marcus has a very 
famous saying. So what's it, Marcus? We need to make the rest of our lives. Rest of our life. The, the best, best of, of our, our lives. Life. That's <laughs> so thank it. you. Thank you to all of you for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. If you liked it, I would love you to subscribe to my show on iTunes. And please feel free to give it a rating. Share this episode with your family and friends. And for anyone who you think might be interested in going along to ELB, for all things Wendy's Way, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram and on my website, which is www.wendysway.com.au. I hope you all have a happy, safe and blessed day. Remember, it takes a village and be kind to yourselves always and bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.